I like that. How's everybody doing? Week three NFL football. Here we go. Woo. Two and zero. Yep. Yeah, yeah, three. Both are right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, good week of football last week. I had a, bit, week. I had I had a big loss on my team this week. Who? Oh, who? Who did you lose? I have a, uh, what, what do you mean? Who did I lose? I, did you have Chubby on your team? You complained about the deal and you forgot that I had him. That's great, dude. Six leagues, man. Six leagues. It, it, it is almost that. too much. Good morning, Bezzy. Right. Yeah. Good morning, dude. Um, so uh, we'll jump right into the Homer minute. I'll <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll go first, I guess. It was a kind of a bittersweet week. Um, like it was really nice to see Aaron Rodgers walk out of AT and T Stadium with a loss. I don't care that he was in street clothes. I really don't. I was like, because, wait, what? Because uh, I've, I've had to watch him walk out with a win in street clothes when, you know, Matt Flynn beat us in, like, 2015 or 2016 or 20, something like that. It was I, I it was bad. No, no, no. Actually, it was 2019. It was. Tw- I remember it was 2019 because that was that game where uh, – like, I'll never forget this. Cause, like, you like, man, offered, you hold a grudge, I brother. do. I do. <laughs> well, this is fantasy-related because you had offered me a trade that involved giving me Aaron Jones – and and I turned it down, and uh, I think it was like Aaron Jones and Tyler Lockett I was gonna get for some for something on my team, and it ended up being like the dumbest thing I didn't do, you know, and uh, and Aaron Jones scored four touchdowns in that game, and that, but that was a Matt Flynn game or not Matt Flynn but whoever the quarter the backup quarterback was at the time it was a backup quarterback game, but uh, yeah we've been just beaten by Aaron Rodgers teams. You know, so bad. So that was nice. But then uh, in the middle of the week, Trayvon Diggs went down for mm-hmm. the year with an ACL tear. Yeah, so, talk about how that's going to affect your D, man. Uh, well, um, now the higher-rated PFF cornerback is going to is going to step up, actually, because uh, Deron Bland actually has a higher PFF PFF grade this year than Trayvon Diggs does, and. Um, He's a little bigger. He's a little stronger. Uh, he doesn't take as many risks. He's not as much of a, a playmaker, you know, as as Diggs, and he's not he's not the um, the outlandish star that that Diggs is. But uh, so he does not going to bring that energy, and that's what we're going to miss the most. I think is the is the energy. But I think Micah is going to you know. So if your defense was uh, a 10 before, you know, one out of 10, if it was a 10, because it was playing like it in the first two They're games. They're still a nine. They're still a nine, nine, nine and a half. And I, to be honest with you, they could still be a 10. They really could. Because okay. they're still they're so deep at corner. Um, he's, it's like I said, Deron Bland is going to step up. He had, I think he had six interceptions last year. I talked about him last year before um, the season started because he, was a, he had played – he had – um, to me, had popped off in preseason, and so I was really excited to see him carry it over in the regular season, and he did. He had a really good rookie year. Um, I thought we would have been talking about him if they hadn't traded for Stephon Gilmore, um, and having Gilmore is just it. That's everything. That was just the smartest move they made this year, like for a fifth round draft pick, um, and that's the reason I think that I'm not really that concerned about okay. their defense going forward, just because they still have that leadership back there. That's that's good to hear. It's what people want to know, man. And I mean, and then they've got the the Dan Quinn guys. You know, they've got Hooker and they've got Curse, um, and those guys are uh, 
they they run that defense. Um, I'm not really not that concerned. I'm sad for Diggs because this is a like this could be a Super Bowl run for the Cowboys, and he's going to miss out on it. Right. I'm more sad for Diggs than I am concerned about the Cowboys defense. I'll All put right. it that way. All right. Hope for your sake that you are right on that. They still got 11. As long as they got 11, they'll be fine. Um, Steelers side, um, kind of the opposite uh, of you. You're all confident still. I am very, very worried. You should be. Um, it was lucky. awesome that we got our win. Um, that win was big for me personally. Won me some money. Woohoo! But um, as a Steelers fan, I, I am very worried. It, it looks a lot like last year. Uh, Matt Canada is... God, I don't know how he's still our OC. So I heard uh, an interesting stat. It was um, since, I want to say since he's been the offensive coordinator, every team has gained 300 yards. I think it's 300 yards. I I don't even think it's 400. I think it's 300 yards um, at least three times. And the Steelers have not. (laughs) Have not. Like yeah. 300 yards is a low bar. Yeah. That's a low bar. You know, and there's reasons. You know, Pickett was a rookie last year. You have to give him a lot of you know, whatever. But that's the thing is this year he's still looking like a rookie. Mm. Um, he, he doesn't look like he's taking a major step up. Uh, he's taking you, baby step. Well, but Deontay a, got hurt early. Hmm? In, in Deontay got hurt early in week Agreed. one. How much Agreed. is that? How much do you think that's affecting? Because I'm what so we're I'm watching... seeing bad throws and bad decisions, okay. brother. Okay. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. I haven't I mean? watched enough of yeah. the Steelers uh, it, directly because I know you're doing it for us. So yeah, I, I'm more worried about the bad decisions. Um, that that's what I'm seeing. I'm, I'm seeing the throws aren't quite there. I'm just like, what? Where was that supposed to go? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, Deontay Johnson is definitely a safety blanket for him. So you know, I, I guess I'm willing to give him a little bit. But man, if I don't see more out of him, like I'm gonna be like, is this our guy? Because the the steps that he's taken forward are not impressive right now. And I know it's only two games in. Um, but I, I, I want to see more out of this kid. So Feeling like last year at two games. It, it's, it's feeling like last year. You know, and last year we got nine wins, and we might, you know, you playing like this, we might get to nine wins because our defense is so good. But, that you know, that's not going to win us a Super Bowl. That's not going to win get us any playoff wins. Um, and it might not get us into the playoffs. So that, I'm not happy about that. <sighs> Let's talk to somebody who should be happy. Right, Ray? Yeah, we uh, even though beat you had a lot point of spread. <laughs> I, the, <laughs> hey, no, we watched. We all watched that game together, and uh, the Rams were winning that game, mm-hmm. and in it looked like the Rams might, you know, win the game for a while. Uh, the 49ers eventually were like, "Wait, you know, hold on a second. This is no, yeah, no we're no, better. No. Hold yeah, on. we're better. <laughs> we are better than this." But I think they thought that they could go in and just be the 49ers, and it was going to be enough to roll over the Rams. And it was not. The Rams look really good. I, I, I've liked what I've seen out of the Rams. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think um, Puka looks like the real deal. Yeah, I, I'm, I can't wait to see them reinsert Cup and finally get like a number one, number two dynamic going. I can't wait to see you like what they do with Tutu Atwell once Cup come back comes back because how are you going to cover him? <laughs> How are they ever going to run the ball? I mean, there's they have so many wonderful options, and they've got this but, quick passing game. Like, but Kyron Williams looks good too. He does look good. Yeah. He does. That's that. My least favorite dynasty decision was to not 
like hold tight on him because Cam looked good at the end of the year. Like I, I really fell out on Kyron Williams, yep. you know, at the end of last season because Cam looked so good and there was so much so, talk about him last so much year. Work and, and then I no tried talk about him this and year. I tried <laughs> so hard to to get Cam Akers in the off season and thankfully failed. But th- but yeah. that just made me more out, you know, on Kyron yeah. Williams because everybody was holding on to Cam Akers and it's like. Not everybody can be wrong about this situation, right? Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much everybody was, except for well, we talked about this last year, but except for you know Adam Schefter, he knew. Oh. <laughs> I feel like this Monday night's going to be like a get right game. Burrow's not like playing, right? Is he going to? We don't even know if he's playing. We don't know yet. It's iffy. <clears throat> you guys could win this game. Yeah, well, yeah, I think we could win it even if Burrow's Super not Bowl playing. rematch. Because, uh, but I think that's uh, that's the reason. I think that the Bengals are going to get up for this game. So. Because it's a Super Bowl rematch. So so I heard something like Belichick took their backup quarterback. You're talking about the Bengals? Yes. He took their backup quarterback, so they had to sign somebody who's like seen the playbook. But he's not even on he's not even rostered I know or something that like that. Whoever Burrow, it is that's behind Burrow and I, I <coughs> I'm sorry I haven't followed that situation. I, I I've either. I've really expected Burrow to just play and then you know, um, listening this morning, uh, it's it's going to be up in the air until tomorrow afternoon if he's yeah. going to play or not. And it's crazy. Um, that's got to worry people for you know Bengals options. Absolutely. For sure. And and so, do you know who the backup is? So uh, we can you, actually I we can just, just get into games now. Actually, if you guys want to get into games, I, I don't know who the backup is, get off and I don't know who they signed either. Okay, I'll look it up so, right now if we guys yeah. if we want to pull up the first game. So <clears throat> first game up is Denver versus Dolphins. Uh, Denver's plus five and a half, uh, over unders forty seven, and the money line's plus two hundred on the Broncos, minus two forty five for the Dolphins. You got the weather on this one, Brian? Uh, I've got weather. Oh, uh, just for this particular game. Uh, they're playing at Miami. I don't. There was light rain in this game, but it didn't look like it was going to be too bad. Let me <clears throat> double check here. All right, here it other, is. Other ways. It says a uh, rainy. Uh, expected to be eighty six degrees, thirty seven percent chance. of uh, precipitation, showers shouldn't be shouldn't in, uh, significantly impact the game. So, uh, Jake, I'm not too worried about that one. Jake Browning is the uh, Bengals backup quarterback. That is his name, <laughs> J- Jake Browning. Uh, what a busy wants to know if he should do London or Connor as his flags. Ooh. London. There you go. Yeah. Um, Today is not the oh, day. Oh yeah, I was yeah. like, who's Arizona playing? Oh, yeah. oh no, no, not Connor, not Connor, yeah, not Connor. <laughs> like, and so the one thing that's, uh, and we'll, I guess we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, let's talk about this uh, Dolphins Broncos game, which I'm actually super excited about. I am. Um, I think that Broncos offense is going to continue to get better and better. They had a really good first half against the Commanders last week. Um, I think their defense is it might be a little overrated. They might not be as good as people think they are because I'm not right. I don't. There wasn't anything special that the commanders did, uh, play design wise. That should like. There's people giving praise to Eric Bieniemy right now because they scored 35 points against the Broncos. But to me, they just whipped them. Like there wasn't anything special that they did. Uh, like I said, play design wise, it was just like. Antonio Gibson went 35 yards on a screenplay that was just like, where you at, Broncos? Where, where are your defenders? Like, right. like who goes 35 yards on a screenplay anymore? Especially like when he didn't make anybody miss. Like it was like they yeah. just and then 
uh, Brian Robinson went for what 160 yards and two touchdowns, and he just like he just ran dudes over. It wasn't. Yeah, he's but, looking good this year. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's looking big. like a he's, steal, he's, man. He's a lot bigger than I thought he was. I didn't. I thought he was like 5'10", 5'11". He's like 6'1", 225. He's a big dude. He's like yep. Zeke size. Um, uh, Russ, uh, what did you think of him? Because the people that I listen to are not impressed with Russ right now. I think uh, Russ looks fine. He, I thought his, I, I his thought... stats are a mirage and that. Uh, I don't know. I think Russ athletically looks fine. Um, I think that um, the reason I think that the, their offense is going to get better is like they're still just working Jerry Judy back in, and he's their guy. Like he is their number one. Cortland Sutton's not it. And the reason that their offense tanked so bad in the second half was because for some reason they were the routes that were going to Brandon Johnson who's a guy that people should know about. Uh, the Broncos lost a bunch of receivers. Uh, mm. We didn't know who was going to eventually step up and be the number three. They've got Marvin Mims, who, lo- who looks really good, but <laughs> he only ran like six routes. I mean, he looked really good in the six On routes that he ran. Routes, yeah. But he, still, he, like they don't trust him yet to, to do the right thing. And I, so he's like... Until you see a jump in his snap percentage, you can just leave him on the Absolutely. On, on the waiver wire. But Brandon Johnson's interesting. Um, he's got the he's got that build that you like. He's got more speed than um, than Cortland Sutton. And in the first half, he was running the routes that Cortland Sutton was running in the second half, and Cortland Sutton just wasn't getting open. So what ended up happening is like Russ was dropping back in the first half and just like basically being able to West Coast offense like dump the ball off. Um, over slants and and guys running running open on outs. So what you're, you're saying is you think he has a chance to overtake Sutton? Uh, oh, I don't know, but I, I, not, I, I don't I don't know I don't know because they like Troutman too, and Sean Payton. You know he likes to get his tight ends involved. So um, Troutman is the is actually like the the sneakiest guy I like on on Denver's offense right now that I think you can actually just play. Like you're gonna play Judy, <laughs> you're gonna play Javante Williams. Desperate. Uh, no, I don't even think you have to be desperate. He's like, if you look at the numbers, he's going to get the targets. Uh, and Dulcich is out for the year, so, so, so many it's not weird, even a question. Uh, tight ends I'm, have kind of popped for the up. Year, but he's he's out for a while. He's on IR. I, I'm just saying the the tight ends uh, field is kind of weird right now because so many like you've got uh, that your Hayden Hursts and Hunter Henrys and yeah, Laportas and but but this one's attached to a Sean Payton offense, and and to me. Russ looks pretty good. He looks like he's making good decisions. He's not putting the ball in danger. He's not like squirreling around in, in the in the back backfield, you know, causing you know penalties on his own offensive line, which was a problem I thought in Seattle. Um, he's making quick decisions, and also like he looks faster. He looks more athletic, and he's willing to run. And they are still calling design runs for him. And if you look at his stats. He's done exactly what I like. What I said, I we hoped he might do, and that's give you three to three and a half points just from rushing. Right, and that's and I, what did he do fantasy wise last week? Uh, he, and, he's, he's which is the only thing we care about, right? Really, and fantasy wise, he has been good the, the first two he weeks. Was, he's he was been top very good. Three, I know yeah. in in the Iron League dynasty that we're together, I had the top three quarterbacks for the week with nice. uh, him, uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones, and Kirk Cousins. Uh, <laughs> As everybody predicted, right? I did. That's why I got him. 
<laughs> but uh, um, we, no, we no, talk the, a lot about Denver here. The, well, Miami. Well, oh, sorry. Well, my uh, Denver is the the team that I think people have the most questions about. Miami, it's just like you kind of know where where the ball is. There's not anything like we're going to talk about an injury with Miami, mm-hmm. um, and there's a couple of guys that are interesting. I think for DFS, I wouldn't really like take shots on them um, in uh, redraft leagues or dynasty leagues or anything like that. But um, uh, was there anything else on the Denver side? I think I think that was it. No, no, uh, you can dr- I think you can drop Samaj P. Ryan at least put him on your bench and forget I, about him. I personally like dropped him you, this week. So. Yeah, I that 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 was a that was smoke. That was yeah, all smoke. Absolutely. Um, Javante Williams has looked really good, but he's also looked like he's been on a pitch count. Yeah, and which is another reason which I he's think gonna stay this Broncos on. offense is just at some point it's going to pop. And the reason it's going to pop is because Judy and Javante Williams play the whole game. Right. And I and that's it. That's definitely a possibility. So maybe Denver's up and coming, but they're going to um, lose this week to Miami. I don't think, oh, I, th- I think so, too. I think, <laughs> yeah. But it's they, I think they have a shot. And the reason I think they have a shot, actually, is because, and there's some interesting statistics on this, is they have, they have a lot of history with Tyreek Hill. And over the last 10 games, he averages four catches for 40-some-odd yards. And which, no yeah, which wouldn't be worrisome if you've got Waddle on the other side, but, but do we you have? Don't. But uh, so, what is the latest on Waddle? Not, I mean, we haven't got the no the, Waddle's out. He, he's out for yes, sure. Yes, he was declared okay. out yesterday. Um, so, and that's why I said uh, there's some interesting options for DFS for Miami. You've got a uh, River Craycraft, and then Braxton Berrios. And personally, if it were me, I'd I'd put my money on Craycraft. Like Berrios can catch like six or seven balls for you know 45 yards ish. And he might score, but Craycraft is like he could go off for 100 yards. You know, okay. uh, he he runs all the routes. Um, they like so everyone's on. predicting that Tyreek Hill is going to have this amazing game. You think it might be a little subdued, and they're going to have to do it somewhere somewhere else? I swear to God, I've considered getting cute in a couple of places and and not starting Tyreek Hill where I'm a little deeper, like wow. in, in my Megalobowl. Um, uh, let me pull this up real quick so I can get. Give people a for instance. Yeah, I can't um, even imagine sitting, sitting. Tyree. And it's and it's only because of this history with Denver and it's Pats or Tans. So it's not like they're just doing it with nobodies. Like they've got a, a top five <clears throat> cornerback over there, you know. Right. So if they do nothing else well today, they might stop stop Tyreek Hill. They could still give up thirty plus points and had and Tyreek Hill have a bad game is what I could see happening. Um, now in my Megalobowl. On my on my bench, I've got I have Josh Reynolds and Romeo Dobbs, and those aren't guys that you would think of starting over Tyreek Hill, but I could easily see Josh Reynolds having a better day than Tyreek Hill today. I'm not going to put money on that. I was going to say as you got some serious as, as stones if you're starting him your, over Tyreek. I'm not. I'm not doing it. But I'm. But that's. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm because you don't do that. I'm just saying. Thank you. I, I, I want to point that out for the audience. You I'm just don't saying. Do that. You, 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 but um, you know what? So, but sometimes you do. Like you don't do that in week yeah. three. You don't do that in week three, but you might in week seventeen. Right. You, you, when you have a little more. Uh, when everything's factors, on the line. Yeah. I'm just saying these are the decisions. Like you shouldn't just you know not think about it. You should th- you at least think about these things. Fair enough. All right, so we're all on the dolphin. We're Dolphins all going to pick the dolphins. Yeah. I think this is the day that if like if there's good weather, because um, there's a there's a, a you know thirty some odd percent chance of rain. I think if the weather's fine, I'm not so people are talking about the Broncos going down and being like affected by 
warm weather in Miami. First of all, it's not even hot right now. Yeah, and second of all, like they have to play in Vegas. They have to play in L.A. every year. Like you know, they and they play a lot of, and they play these games in September. Sometimes I don't think it's really a big deal for them, like at, at all. So. Nah. Honestly, it sounds like a nice day for football, you know, in the 80s, a little bit muggy, you're going to have some rain to cool you off. Shoot. Should, yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> football weather. Yeah, it should be really fun. All right. Uh, yeah, go Dolphins. Next up, we got Houston Texans versus the Jackson, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, by the way, before I move on, um, it looks like the spread has changed on the Broncos Dolphins. They're at minus six now. Is that what I read? For the I Dolphins? Was, yeah, I thought it was. The like, Dolphins are at minus six. The Broncos are going to cover that. Okay. Well, I thought it was four and a half when I read it. Maybe, maybe I saw another line, but that's why I mentioned it. Anyway, if it's, a, if it's at six, I would pick the Broncos to cover that. Texans and Jags plus seven and a half on the Texans for the Texans. Uh, Over unders at forty four plus two eighty is the money line minus three fifty five for the Jags. It's an interestingly Jags. high over under for what, what was it? 44. 40, okay. I mean, for, considering the game, it has. Uh, that kind of spread, you know, it's, yeah. it's a weird over under for us for a spread like that. Yeah, they're um, saying Jacksonville's going to score here. Um, honestly, Houston has been playing a little bit better than what people think. The big, the big problem is their offensive line, though. Their offensive line is in run. shambles. They, they can't run the they ball. They can't run block right now. It's yeah, that's it, that is. The, but, but, if, but, but if they figure it out, good. oh, not to me. Well, I. To, to, in week two, hey, you're, you're like, if okay, anybody, anybody who listened to this podcast in the offseason knows that if I was a GM, I would have taken CJ Stroud. Yeah, I have him in two dynasty leagues. I'm, <laughs> I was on him too, but, but I have like, one to have him, you know, going off this early and being like, wow, okay, this kid is going to be a, a player in the NFL. That's nice. Feels good. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think, and I, he's got weapons too. Like he's got some guys to throw the ball to. Nico I, Collins all of a sudden is Tank looking Dale. a little bit better. I, I Tank like Tank Dell. Dell yes, uh, I have him. Yeah, we'll be talking about him later. Place, <laughs> yeah, yep. Yes, we will. He's very cheap. Yes, uh, he is. Yeah, thirty six hundred. Thirty six hundred DraftKings. DraftKings. Um, so uh, I would start Tank Dell. Um, like if you've got him, uh, there's like if you lost Waddle. Yeah, and uh, when we're talking about like your number three wide receiver, maybe your flex position. Or like I said, or injury replacement. You lo- if you lost Waddle, right, right. I think he's a really good plug and play. Um, let's see. I I sit in Damian Pierce if I can this week. There's a lot of guys that I'd rather start over him. I like. I'd rather start. Um, I, honestly, I'd rather pick up Craig Reynolds and start Craig Reynolds. Even <laughs> even people are like there is buzz that Jameer Gibbs is going to get the majority of the work today in that Lions game. I'm not buying it. Um, yeah, I think I got a sleeper notification saying that I'm, he's going to be great today. I'm still yeah. comfortable. No, I'm not buying it. And I'm like, it, he's still going to have his role. His role is going to be expanded. Yeah, a little but bit. Craig Reynolds but Reynolds has been a part of that team for right. for years. No, he, he, he's he knows not that offense. Have the main role. Yeah, yeah. I, I I still think that Craig Reynolds is going to have. But at he's going to get half the snaps. Right. But but but. So when they say majority, when they say majority, <laughs> he could have fifty one percent. Like that wouldn't shock me. Like if he played like fifty. Five percent of the snaps today that would be the yeah. majority technically that wouldn't surprise me but he could play 55 percent of the snaps and see 30 percent of the carries right i would predict gibbs at around nine carries that's what i think he's too today. i actually it's it, how many catches i was gonna say this could be his first day with double digit carries 
Um, and the, the he's you're gonna play him. You should play him mm-hmm. uh, if you got him because the the catches are gonna get him there. He's gonna yep. get five plus catches, I think. Because I think this th- I think this is gonna be a fun game. Every time these two teams get together, uh, they score points against each other. Like they have really interesting games uh, that come down to the end and end in funny ways. If you remember a couple of years ago, they had that game where uh, I think there was like something like four scores in the last three and a half minutes or something <laughs> like that. Um, Anyway, um, you want to start Gibbs, you want to start Goff, you want to start Reynolds, you want to start St. Brown, and I think you can start Laporta now. I, I think wait, 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 where are you going, man? What what what, what game I'm, are you calling? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm off. I'm sorry, I'm off. I'm sorry. We're talking about the Lions. I got excited I about the Lions because they're more exciting than the Texans or the Jaguars. <laughs> Actually, like the, the Jaguars are super disappointing. Uh, last week, I don't even want to talk about them. I had them in my DraftKings lineup. ETN's going to have a good week, though. You have to mention that. Uh, Houston has been absolutely dreadful against the run. Not this year. ETN. Not this year. They haven't this year so far. Uh, It hasn't hasn't been nearly as bad. Okay, nearly as bad, but not good. I'm not saying they're like top 10, but it's like there's plenty of other teams you should be picking on. Hmm. Okay. Well, like I said, ETN is one of my guys that I'm just, I think is going to eat today. He uh, he hasn't been splitting carries the way we thought he was going to. That's true. Um, That's true. That's playing against the juicy. uh, Yeah. I'm not saying run away from ETN. I'm just saying I like, he's not one of my, like, oh, this guy is going to go off today, like running backs. There's probably four or five to me where I like, I really feel confident. And he's one where I'm like, I I know he's going to get the work, but that they were so bad last week against the Chiefs at home. And, like, unless we're thinking all of a sudden the Chiefs are just an elite defense as well as an elite offense, and I don't. They are an elite defense this week. <laughs> yeah, this week. they sure are. They, they sure are. I've got them everywhere. <laughs> Me too. You're, you're good at fantasy football. <laughs> um, so uh, you're still going to, like, on the Jaguar side, you're still going to start. Uh, I Like, you could probably could go away from Trevor Lawrence, like, if you wanted to. Uh he Agreed. put put up terrible numbers against Houston last year. So, like, if you're buying into ETN's going to have a great day, then you should be also, you know, selling right. it's on, be, on Trevor yes, Lawrence. I agree. Um, which means you can sell on Calvin Ridley. Like, you're going to start Calvin Ridley. But, I mean, if you're we're talking to, like, DFS, he's probably mm-hmm. not somewhere you want to go. You probably, like, if DFS, I would probably just stay away from this game. Uh, like, Tank Dell is super cheap, and he's really good. Um, I'd play him. But other than that, it's, I'd like to stay away. Maybe Nico Collins too. He's pretty cheap. Uh, what's at like he going 52, for? Oh, then yeah, you can like play that. Nico Collins. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Until yeah, he gets up, he should be he should be he over sixty five hundred at this point. Yes, yeah, so he should be not. in the six thousands for sure. <clears throat> All right, uh, uh, I'm what, taking so, the Jags though. They're at home and they're the better team. I'm going to take them only because they're at home. Yeah, I really like to pick the Texans here, but it's like until they figure out how to run the ball, I don't think it's going to happen for them. All right. What we got up next? Up next is the Buffalo Bills and the Washington Commanders. Buffalo Bills minus five and a half over unders forty four. Money lines minus two fifty for the Bills plus two hundred five for the Commanders. This is one of them two and O teams that's going down today. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's got to lose. Um. Well, no, no, no. Oh, actually, Buffalo's Buffalo's one one and one. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking they were two. That's right. Yeah. They, yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> crazy. All right, um, Buffalo is yeah. just a much better team. Uh, Agreed. They, it's funny. The, the Raiders got a 
real quick punch in in the game last week. They drove right down the field, looked really good. Devontae Adams scored, and the Bills said that's it, no more. Right. And like Jimmy was running for his life, and they, they couldn't. Uh, Josh Jacobs had negative rushing yards. Uh, it was the Bills' defense was like, do you forget about us? Yeah. That's what it feels like. It's like because there's, there's people are talking about the Cowboys, talking about the Forty ers talking about the Jets, and the Bills are like, hey, we're good too. Hey, we were like we were good first, right? Because right. that defense is like they're full of veterans, you know. So these are a bunch of guys that are like 28, 29, 30, and they're like, hey, no, 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 we're the best defense. We've yeah. been the best defense, and uh, they played like it against uh, Las Vegas last week, and they're. Spoiler alert, I they're like a sneaky, like, could score a bunch of t- points in fantasy defense this week. I, think. I got them in my uh, lineup. <laughs> me too. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so, um, on the, and the, the, reason, the biggest reason for that is, like, if you watched uh, Vegas last week, um, there were so many almost turnovers. And uh, Sam Howell, for as good as he's been playing, to, he's got yeah. a. People are comparing him to Baker Mayfield, and I think that's because of it, more because of his stature. To me, he he really reminds me of Tony Romo. Like he's got, and the reason is because he's just got this like, uh, he's got this ability to not. He's got this ability to make negative plays, and not let them stack. Like whereas if Baker's having a bad game, he's like he's just gonna have a bad game. Like he's gonna stack bad plays, bad decisions, and it's just gonna get worse. Like he'll, he he just kind of spirals. Whereas like if you if you used to watch Tony Romo play, he'd make some. Like I remember he threw five interceptions on a Monday night game in Buffalo, mm-hmm. and we won <laughs> because he had he it's got that ability to just go okay, what's next? Keep you know? going, yeah. Just like I don't and and you can see that in Sam Howell that he's not affected by the negative plays that he makes, but he's a cowboy. And, and I mean that in like a gunslinger, like he's right. like he's out there just doing stuff sometimes, and and he's got some receivers that can bail him out. But, he does uh, going against this defense; it's yes. gonna be rough. And, and uh, the weather is not gonna be great. Um, Let me look. That I think one this up is one quick. of the ones where we expect rain. Um, I don't think the Commanders are gonna be able to run the ball against uh, Buffalo anywhere near the way they did against Denver. Um, so. I wouldn't be starting Commanders running backs. Uh, I, I don't want any part of Sam Howell, but I like Dotson. I like uh, McLaurin, and we and if you've looked at that so far through two games, uh, McLaurin has better numbers, but Dotson has more targets. Okay, and has and has a higher snap percentage. He's just been more. And, and honestly, offense. we kind of expected that situation <laughs> to be a one A one B instead of a wide receiver one and two. We so. did, we did, and uh, yeah. So we'll see how that that continues to play out. Um, It'll be interesting to see who Buffalo puts on uh, on McLaurin, well, on either of them. You know, which okay. one. And, and the weather on. report: it's going to be rainy. Um, it says fifty percent chance of rain, but it, it's also talking about uh, heavy rains the night before. So the field conditions are going to be a little iffy. And, um, the, and the Bills have play a light this all wind. the time. So yeah. I don't, I don't think this really affects the Bills at all. And it's it's a light wind. And if you've seen, yeah. jo- Josh Allen is the one quarterback in the league. Who <clears> I don't care about the weather. I just I don't like it's if you've seen him play in it it doesn't matter 
Yeah, it doesn't look like the weather is going to affect this <laughs> game too much. I, I, he's the only quarterback I've I've seen in the last thirty years. Like I like uh, Jim Kelly used to play in the in Buffalo, and and I remember Dan Marino was the guy that like it didn't matter where Dan Marino was playing. Like he just it just always looked like the ball was fast and 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 you know on target. And Josh Allen has that kind of arm, and it's just a matter of whether his decision making is on point for the day. And I think he was just he was so disappointed in himself. Um, from week one, that he's just going to continue to take it out on people for a while. So yeah, I think you're right. I think I think I think yeah, Josh Allen. I think we're all going today. Bills there. Oh yeah, and I oh James Cook too. I think Jay, today is going to be a James Cook day because it's like uh, we we're just talking about the weather uh, is going to have the field soggy. Yep. And those little leak out passes um, and, and and things like that. The the ways that they get James Cook open. I, I could see him scoring a big touchdown today. And, 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 you, sorry, and, you, and on the other side, you have to start, start Brian Robinson. Um, I, I, I don't think you have to. Based, um, on how, based, on how, he, based on how, like, unless you're somebody who bought him, you know, like you traded for him. If you didn't trade for him, where you got him value-wise, you definitely should have options that are better today. But he is going to have 20 touches today. He might. I, I it did really. I mean, you you know as well as I do. It just depends on how the game plays out. Because for if, sure, like if the if if the Commanders are down twenty one to nothing at the end of the first quarter, he's not going to get twenty touches. Like it's very it's it's unlikely, and I can right. see that happening to them today. Right, but they're going to be trying to protect their quarterback, and they're they're like running is going to be important Antonio to them. Whether Gibson, they're going to be able to do it or not, Antonio I don't Gibson's know. still the passing downs back. Right, and he looks great. Like. Uh, that okay, so the, and that's doesn't that's, look great fantasy wise. No, no, no. He has not looked great fantasy wise, but watching the games, he, <clears throat> he does his job. Yeah. The, no, he's the most explosive player they have in offense, and it's really, like Terry McLaurin is awesome. He really is awesome. He makes some spectacular catches, and he's very fast. But Antonio Gibson, when he's got the ball in his hand, just like he looks like a special player, and just like you, it's really sad. That you can't get the rest of it all to come together because he just right. he like looks like a guy who should have the ball in his hands twenty five ish times like he looks like Saquon Barkley with the ball in his hands and it's yeah yeah don't I don't know what else to say like hold him in case Brian Robinson gets hurt Brian Robinson gets hurt and Antonio Gibson is like a top ten running back um, maybe maybe I, they he'll just, have, they, they don't have they don't just, have but, they don't have anybody else to give the ball to. And, I know, man, but they've just proven. And they I mean, do not unless, and unless him. they want to sign had, Leonard Fournette, who's the only running back dude, left they might now do that Kareem Hunts and Cleveland. Like he's had his end. fumbling issues. And I know. They, I think they're just done with him. Tiki Barber had fumbling issues too, and was a thousand yard back like it, for for years before he figured out the fumbling issues. It wasn't right. until Tom, Tom Coughlin came along and like penalized his, him monetarily. Um, <laughs> like if you if you've seen any of the the documentaries on their Super Bowl runs and stuff uh-huh. like that, the stuff with Tiki Barber and, and getting over his fumbling problems, but um, so he can get over it. Fumbling is a problem that can go away, that can just all of a sudden stop. But, right, but his usage by the team says that that hasn't happened yet. Uh, no, so, I agree. No, I agree. I mean? Oh, and so. Ron Rivera is an old school guy. Yeah, and I like to me if Eric Bieniemy was the head coach, you'd see a split. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah, 
Antonio Gibson's the one that can. We're, we're we're talking about this too much, but Gibson's the one that runs the routes. <laughs> he can like he can make plays like a wide receiver down the field. He's a, like he's a special talent. If he can figure out the fumbling, he's a special player still. He's twenty four still. Someday he's still twenty four. So right. uh, just <sighs> FYI, we're running super late. All right, we um, might have to start flying through some of these. Let's go. Next up, Falcons in Detroit. Falcons are at plus three. Over-unders at 47. Plus 140 is the money line. Minus 166 if you're betting on Lions. Oh, this is going to be a good game, man. Like uh, This is one of those games I'm looking forward to. You, you get to really see who these teams are. Um, I think Atlanta is a sneaky good team this year. Um, and I, do, I think Detroit's a sneaky good team this year. Well, and so I I'm, think I'm Detroit's just, I want to see. Above. What's that? I think Detroit's a class above Atlanta. And I, th- I think most people do. Um, but Atlanta plays a style of ball that can just win, especially against a team like Detroit that isn't you know, truly dominant in any area yet. Um, I don't know. It, it could be good. Yeah, their defense is still too leaky, uh, Detroit. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the thing that's, um, that prevents people from you know saying that this is going to be a, a blowout, which is like if you look at some of the – the things that we've seen from Detroit, the things that they can do it, it, for stretches and games, they should blow out a team like the Falcons. But they're probably not going to. Um, so, the But the Falcons are going to have to score points in this game. I think that's mm-hmm. the most important thing that people need to know fantasy-wise is the Falcons are going to score points in this game. They're going to have to. And um, I think you should be starting Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Wow, spicy take. Well, Kyle Pitts? <laughs> well, <laughs> London redeemed himself a little bit last week, you know, obviously awful in week 1. Redeemed himself a little bit last week, proved that he is the alpha on the receiving he core. He is an alpha period. Like I, he's a stud. I said like I've said this from the minute he stepped on the football field, you can see it. He is he is a stud athlete. Like as soon as the offensive philosophy and their ability to score points comes around, Drake London is going to be a top 10 wide receiver. And, and I agree with that. He, he's going to be great. But right now, uh, he's borderline startable. Oh, yeah. He's your third wide receiver flex. Right. I'm not being like, jam him everywhere. Exactly. Like, you know, in 10-team leagues, you're probably not starting him. But 12-team leagues, yeah. It's it's going to be really hard. Like, I wouldn't – I can't see leaving him off. I don't know who I would – who were the fringe players I would start over him, you know. Um, and then uh, let's see what else. Uh, you could start both Falcons running backs. We figured that out. Um, I don't think we're not waiting for an injury to start Algier. You can just start Algier alongside Bijan. Um, and then that's it for the Falcons. Uh, and then over on the Lions side, we talked about this a little earlier. Um, yeah, we talked about Gibbs. Gibbs is supposed to get a bunch of work, but me personally, I have reservations. I don't like. I, it would really, really shock me if he touched the ball more than like 14 times. Honestly, that's what I'm predicting is 14, 15 times. But they're going to get I him. I think that creative. is going to be less than Craig Reynolds. Uh, that, yeah, I think it's going to be very close. I, I agree. I, I think, it but the be, more yeah, valuable yeah. touches are going to be Gibbs's, and uh, maybe because I, I think they're when they're going to when they get inside, I think they're going to want to go to Reynolds. Y- like, you want to go short, Gibbs versus Reynolds? Today? I don't. <laughs> I don't. But I think the, sh- the sh- I'm just saying like I. I'm not saying I think, uh, ooh, you should be playing Reynolds instead of Gibbs. What I'm saying is, like, man, if I had Gibbs, Reynolds is a player that scares the crap out of me because he could vulture touchdowns. Gotcha. All right. Um, so who are you taking? I'm going to take the Lions. You're taking the Lions? I am going to take the Lions. I like They burned me last week. But that was uh, 
that was that was more of a get right game for Seattle. That was more of Seattle going, yeah. no, 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 we are actually good. Yeah, this is a tough one for me. Honestly, if Atlanta was at home, I'd probably take Atlanta, but I'm going to take Detroit. I don't think here. I would do that. So really? that's interesting. That's I, and, that, that's and that's an indictment on the Lions right there. I, like, I think the I think the Lions are not quite as good as everybody thinks, and I think Atlanta's a little bit better. Than what they did thinks. lose their um, safety uh, Gardner Johnson too for the year, and last week, and uh, they were down a linebacker too. I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember who it was, um, but uh, so they could just be like giving up points now. Is another another reason you should be starting your Falcons options that you have invested in. All right. All right. So what's next? On. Uh, next <clears throat> up Ooh, I'll get the weather up for this one. Indy versus the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Plus seven and a half for the Detroit's Colts. A dome. Over under 43, it's plus 295. Dome. Money line, minus 375 for the Ravens. Excuse no, this me. Baltimore game is what I was talking I was, was like, about. what are you talking about? I was like, <laughs> I was like no, man, this is the you, game. It's like, it's, do you want to know what they set their temperature at? <laughs> so Actually, yeah, that is that, that is something I'd be curious on. Is the NFL stipulate what the dome temperature has to be, or is it different at the at the different domes? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I'm sorry, we're on Baltimore and Indy. I'm, I'm looking for him right um, now. So, no, Anthony Richardson means Gardner Minshew and it's weird because Richardson was supposed to be a detriment to the Colts receivers and he wasn't he was really good so I actually don't know whether to upgrade the Colts receivers or to downgrade their receivers or or to just you know leave them the same but um I really like Josh Downs um Michael Pittman is Cortland Sutton they're you know they're, okay. It's the, they're, they're dueling Spider-Mans, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's the same guy to me. Um, but court, but uh, Josh Downs is that um, that speedy guy that can get open. Um, he's he's going to be their slot receiver. Um, I think eventually he's going to lead the team in targets. Yeah, that, um, that's very much uh, someday. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be. I this think year. Pittman's better than you give him credit for there. Um, uh, okay, so, sorry. The weather on this game here. Uh, 83% chance of rain. Uh, looks like it's going to be heavy rain. Uh, heavy rain and, over and, the weekend. And Lamar does field not conditions. throw the ball well in rain. So um, worried about Zay Flowers. I mean, they're talking about uh, it's going to be uh, bad enough to affect kickoffs. Uh, expect drop passes and fumbles and whatnot. Moderate winds. This, um, yeah, this, yeah, this is, is going to be is really quickly turning into a game. Gus Edwards game. Yeah. Real fast. Um so that that and actually like him and obviously Andrews, you're still gonna start Andrews. Yep. But I'd be I'm getting worried about Zay Flowers. Um, I'd like I'd rather start somebody else besides Lamar Jackson. That's funny. I was just thinking. I was like, man, I've got him in one of my lineups. How can I get him out? Yeah. yeah <laughs> just yeah. based on the weather there. Yeah. Uh, based on his cost, though, there aren't great options because yeah, because there's like usually like he's five thousand and and it's like there aren't usually like automatic plays right. at 5000 so it's like if you have to pivot you almost have to make like a, a couple a adjustments a whole rebuild yeah, yeah. um all right so honestly i wouldn't expect a lot of fantasy production out of this game Zach uh, Moss, though so this is so if it's going to be heavy rain um baltimore hasn't been great against the run so far um i think you can start both running backs and be happy about it like you can start Zach Moss and and gus edwards it's just yeah. like everybody has expected week three baltimore and indianapolis to be a battle between gus edwards 
and Zach Moss. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Battle of the Ages. Um, I have to take Baltimore here. Oh, they're, yeah. they're at home, and they're oh, a yeah. much better team. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. Minshew is one of those quarterbacks that wins wins games. So. He does. And uh, like I almost I almost want to pick him because like it's I, a it's it's a crazy game. You know what? No, I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, gonna go, do it. I'm gonna go Minshew mania this week. I'm gonna pick Minshew over over Lamar Jackson. In All right. The, Minshew over Lamar in the rain. Love it. <laughs> Uh, I think they, actually, I think the Colts' defense is a little better than Baltimore's right now. Is is another reason. Okay. Next up, we have um, where do we have Chargers versus Minnesota Vikings plus one over unders fifty four uh, minus one ten. The corner game. Yeah, if you heard that right, guys, fifty four was the over under. Uh, by far the highest over under of the week. This is the fantasy game. This game's um, unaffected by weather. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no weather effects. No, no weather effects in, here. They are in the doom. Yes. Uh, um, start up everybody. everybody. I mean, th- th- we expect a very high score here. Mm-hmm. Uh, DFS, you're stacking this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's about, like, if you've got pieces in this game, try to find a way to get them into your lineup. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean. Agreed. Oh, Addison's the guy you could get. You could swap. Um, I'm pretty sure you can swap flowers for Addison. I think they're right around oh, the same okay. price. I bu- they might be exactly the same price. Thing. He might be five 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 thousand also. If he's not, it's like fifty five hundred. Um, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Uh, I expect these two teams to me are um, like they're both zero and two, but to me they're very different zero and two. Yeah, these are two like, very good zero and two teams. No, the, I don't see it that way. Really, I, I see you, them you as think- so. I see one very good zero and two team, and I see one very deserving zero and two team. To me, the Vikings deserve to be owned too. Okay, like they're not very good. They're not gonna, and they're not gonna stop anybody all year long. Um, the Chargers have been a little unlucky, and they've been just a little like snake bitten <laughs> every year for the last a, three. Yeah, years. <laughs> they've been just a, a Charger snake bitten, yeah. and like, and so, but they're, but they've played really well, and like. We did the, you know, the Cowboys, what they did to the Giants, no team has ever, you know, and the Chargers have their own. The, no team has ever gained 400, I think it's 400 plus yards in their first two games and not turned the ball over and started 0-2. Well, now somebody has. Yeah. And it's, and that's crazy. And so, and to me, that's going to turn around because they're not, they're not turning the ball over. The Vikings are turning the ball over. Um, I think that's going to continue. The Vikings are going to turn the ball over today because the, what's happening is the Vikings can't block. Like uh, they made a trade for Cam Akers, and people are really worried that it's like uh, that they're worried about Alexander Madison. And to me, that's not it. To me, it's that it's the guys behind Chandler, Madison yep. uh, because there's such a step down when Madison's not on the field, and defenses are able to figure out well they're not doing this. Yeah. You know when Madison's not on the field, and they can't have that. And that was, and to me, that was why they specifically got Cam Akers. He's he's been in the Kevin O'Connell offense. Kevin O'Connell is from the Sean McVay tree. He was in Los Angeles. He had Cam Akers as a right. rookie. He, like they expected, like he should just instantly become the number two. And now you have, now you can have Madison come off the field, and the offense not just like look completely different and the, and the defense be able to just like set up and and tee off on on Kirk 
Um, so maybe that gets a little better, but I don't think it's going to be this week. I think it's going to take still a little bit of time, you know, for him to reacclimate himself. And, um, and I agree with that take, but I'll tell you what, on an emotional level, I bet this lights a fire under Madison's ass. Like, I bet you he has a really good week this week. I just, I have that feeling, you know what I mean? This guy's like, oh crap, I'm I playing for too. my job, you know what I mean? I think I, he's going to be out there running hard. I, I kind of do too, um, but it doesn't really matter when your offensive line doesn't block for you. That's true. <laughs> That's they, true. They haven't blocked anybody yet yeah. at all. So um, until that changes, um, it's going to be hard for me to to pick the Vikings over over good teams, and I think the Chargers are a good team. Um, yeah. I and and I think the Chargers are mad. Like you have they all week long, they've been answering questions about that Jaguars playoff loss because they're mm. because they started zero and two, and they've got and because of how they've gone zero and two, because they've lost both of these games while after they were winning, you know, yeah. um, in the fourth quarter. Of both of these games, so, um, I, but I think today they're gonna win. I do too. Than, I think the Chargers are gonna win too. And this is gonna points. be a fun game to watch. I, I think it's gonna be a fun game to watch, but I also think it's gonna be like, you know, thirty-eight to twenty-four at the end of it, or something like that. I, I, I thirty-eight to twenty-eight. Like I, I don't think the Vikings are actually gonna be um able to keep up with them because the way they turn the ball over and the way the chargers haven't turned the ball over and as efficient as the chargers have been on offense yeah they could score 40 points today all right we're really gonna have to move through these other games now good question 40 minutes oh we had a game yeah Uh, question question, yeah um needs to start two for flex a d hop jacoby myers hunter henry it's full full ppr and he has Herbert and Cook on the bench. Kelly L. Herbert, Dalvin Cook. Okay. Um, you, Dalvin Cook is an interesting player to start today. Um, apparently, he's like feel start feeling more like he's in game shape now. Um, so he's someone you know uh, that could be going off soon. We'll see. I'm not ready to start him yet. Uh, of those three. The ones you put up there, I would start Hopkins and probably Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I was definitely uh, definitely on Hopkins. He is healthy and playing today, by the way. Uh, I just got an alert on that about 10 minutes ago. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's your safest way to go, especially full PPR. The, the Raiders are going to have to – well, I shouldn't say they're going to have to. Tonight's in, game going to be interesting, the, the Raiders and, and Steelers game. Yes, it's going to be um, fun. Yeah, but I would start Myers. I think Myers is uh he's shown that he can he, he can demand targets. Like Jimmy trusts him and uh we know he knows that offense. Like um they're the most familiar pieces in that offense actually. Jimmy G and um Jacoby Myers because they they both played with New England and Josh yeah. Daniels over there. So I'm trying to find this weather game right now. This is the other one that's going to be affected by weather here. So next up, Patriots versus Jets. Patriots minus three, over under is thirty five, minus one forty eight on the money line, plus one twenty four for the Jets. All right, let's let's talk about the Patriots first, so we can get that out of the way. Oh, well, let me get the weather in real quick. Sure. All right, uh, this is your other game that's really going to get affected by weather. Uh, heavy rain, eighty one percent during the game. Um, steady raining is expected throughout Sunday afternoon. Uh, moderate to strong gusts of wind will blow from the sidelines. So 
this is another game where, I mean, this was already going to be a defensive game. And now you throw in in this rain, you're throwing in this wind, um, and two quarterbacks that uh, aren't very trustworthy. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a low-scoring slugfest mm -hmm. for yeah, sure, which agreed. is what the Jets want. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, and that's normally what uh, New England wants too. But I think right now New England probably is the better team, but I think the Jets are going to be able to pull this out yeah, just on sheer grit and defense, man. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't think New England's the better team. I and I I think that they are still a very limited team. Whereas, um, so for New England, uh, you're happy to have Hunter Henry, um, like you like. I, we we talked about this last week. Devontae Parker came back and was immediately their number one wide receiver. And so, what do you do with that? Yeah. What do you do with that? Well, I mean, you don't play any New England wide receivers. I that's mean, what. <laughs> were, were you running to the waiver wire to get Devontae Parker? Nope. Actually, I did pick him up in one league. One league, Deep right? dynasty. And he was probably available <laughs> in all of them. Right. No, yeah, no, he, he's available. Yeah. you like and, For a good reason. So we have, like, people follow the game. People follow these statistics. They follow box scores. They saw, you know, Devontae Parker's back, leads the team in catches and in yards, and he's still just available. Yeah. On, on Sorry, do we have a question? So, yeah. Goff versus Stafford this week. Goff. Uh, really? Let's see. Sorry, give me a second. Goff's at home. Goff's at home. Versus Atlanta. I, I like Stafford too, but I Monday night like games Stafford are tricky. And are, aren't they in Cincinnati? Yeah, they're yeah, in but Cincinnati. I, don't, I think they're going to have the ball a lot. Huh? I think the Rams are going to have the ball a lot. I, oh, I, Stafford could have a great game and produce less fantasy points than Jared Goff. Like he could have a like a better looking game, but and the reason for that is because the Rams do more out of their running game. Yeah. Honestly, that's a real good question. Those two would be like really close in my rankings or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I would lean toward uh, Goff on that one. But very close. Good question. I think Ray would pick Stafford. I think so. I think he, I think he like and and he he knows his guys, and so he likes what Stafford's going to do on well, Monday. The Rams also pass a lot out of the back, like to the. They do. Backs. It's it's what they do inside the the ten yard line though, and yeah. they they're very creative with how they run the ball. And they don't have like a guy that can win guaranteed right now. In like you know those um, the that fade route, that quick slant, um, just go up and get the ball. Like they haven't shown that they're going to trust Puka to do that yet. Because while he's put up you know re and record numbers for catches in, in in his first two games, he's got no touchdowns. Right? Is I'm it one? Sure. Is he's it one? got one. Does he have one? Yeah, he scored okay. one in week one, right? It was a longer, he's, but it was a longer one, right? He's the only rookie to ever get, uh, I think, um, ten completions, hundred yards, first two starts. Yeah. So. Um, no, he's off to a great start. He is, but they finished those drives with Kyron Williams. So yep. yeah, um, and you know what I heard? It's, speaking of New England, I did hear an interesting stat over the week, and that was m mathematically. Um, Tom Brady has never. That's that Pete's coffee you got me. Nice. Um, uh, Brady's never been uh, took a snap and was mathematically out of the playoffs. Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. In his entire career. In his entire career. That's amazing. <laughs> that's Not bad. bad. That's pretty good. That's Not a, bad. Well done, sir. 
Um, but so I'm uh, big into right, Patriots. So, uh, yeah, we um, don't need to talk too much about this game, honestly. I think. You, uh, j- okay, give me, just give me a minute. All right, Sorry, you are wearing the Jets yes, jersey. I apologize. I'm wearing this jersey for a reason because while the Moving statistics, on, the statistics say he had a very poor game, uh, it was really like the tail end of that game where Dallas was in a, in a shell defense and he was still just trying <clears> to make plays and throw the ball. Um, Rather than just like throwing the ball away, when a lot of quarterbacks do, a lot of quarterbacks, and that's another reason that I really like this kid, is that a lot of quarterbacks are stat protectors, like they're aware of their statistics, and they and like they'll they'll make play make plays that are where they're more worried, you know, about a negative stat than they are like trying to just make a play. And in a lot of scenarios, like when the game's still on the line, you know, that is the smarter play, throw it away, you know, but. Uh, they'll do that when it's, you know, the Cowboys won that game 30 to 10 and the quarterbacks at that point that are throwing the ball, they're not taking chances in the middle of the field that could end up, you know, with a st- uh, an interception against their statistics. They'll just throw it away. Right. Whereas he took two interceptions at the end of that game because he was still trying to make plays. The game was over and he's just, he doesn't quit. And I, and I really like that about him. Um, also, uh, Garrett Wilson ran for quite a while on that touchdown. And so, and I think a lot of people like just kind of look at it as like, you know, Garrett, that was a Garrett Wilson play, but watching that pass from the pocket, there's maybe five quarterbacks that can make that pass that hmm. could put that pass where he put it, like how he did it. That was, it was incredible. Like this, how fast he made the decision and the placement on that ball, he, he put it between the linebacker and the safety and, and, and darted it like between them and gave on the run to, to Garrett Wilson, which is like, like most times that, that's not a play that people score on a lot. You know, that's like a, that old Steve Young to Jerry Rice goes 70 yards on a quick slam right. play, you know, and it was, and if you look at it, it was because of how well he placed the ball. It's like exactly where he gave him the ball, not, not what the, the exact play was. Um, so that was super impressive. Um, obviously he, he made a couple of passes. There was a to me, there was probably two plays in the game where I was like, that was not smart. But other than that, like he didn't have time. He had no time to make any decisions. Um, so I, I actually didn't think that he, he played that bad. I really didn't. I, I thought the, the game really got away from him. I thought that, uh, the Cowboys looked amazing against the run. Like I didn't, I don't think any of us actually expected that. I think that um, I, as a fan, I was still kind of worried that the Jets might be able to effectively run the ball, especially how they did it against Buffalo. Well, they didn't even try. No, I mean, they Brees did. Hall, they oh, they did. Four carries. What happened? It was so. It was. It was. They got railroaded in the game. They, right. They and, really and so did. they decided there was, to. And so here's the keep the their other injured thing. player on the sideline. So like I, I said, it wasn't just Zach. Zach Wilson was. Not anywhere close to the worst player offensively that the Jets had uh, on on Sunday. Um, they had penalties all over the place on offense that put them in positions where they had to throw the ball, and they get and then they couldn't block. They just couldn't block. They could not block Micah Parsons at all, and he just didn't. He had no time. So they were in second and long and third and long all day, and then even when they attempted to run the ball in the first down and didn't get a penalty. They were like, they couldn't go anywhere, and like, do you see that play where Dalvin Cook goes goes wide left, and Micah meets him, and takes the ball away. 
ripped the ball out of his hands. They actually, and the, and, and my, the referees called that one wrong too. That should have been a defensive touchdown because he didn't like uh, at the point where he gained control of the ball, he wasn't touching Dalvin anymore. And uh, they certainly it, was, it wouldn't have been like a down by contact by the time he gained control of the ball and nobody touched him. And he, and then he got up and ran the 30 yards to the end zone. They gave the Cowboys the ball right there at the 30, but their defense is just ferocious. Like, so like you really got to scrap that. Um, Now this, this is a scary game because it's against Bill Belichick. And, but honestly, like if it wasn't for the weather, like I, I'd be ready to like predict a Zach Wilson, um, like blow up game. It's coming. I think it's coming. I do, but probably not this week. Yeah, with weather. So, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like any. But so but Garrett people, Wilson, I'm I'm actually yeah. actively trying to bench this week. Um, yeah, you should. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Garrett I mean? Wilson. For you sure, may not but, be able yeah. to, but uh, if you've got a better option, throw him out there. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Um, so we all go with Pats. I'm gonna go Jets. I'm gonna go Jets too. Okay, I take the Patriots. The Jets are at home, right? Yes. Yes. I'll lone wolf this one. I'm gonna go Jets. At it's home. a good one, the lone wolf. This is a real tight game um, in bad weather. I don't think the Jets are going to make. They're going to. I don't think they're going to put Zach Wilson in a position to lose the game. Um, I think they're going to be able to be in the game all day. They're not going to have so to throw the ball, and I think they're going to be able to run the ball much better than they did last week. Yeah. They were able to run the ball against Buffalo, and then they were just not able to run the ball against Dallas. Right. Um, so I, I, I think they're somewhere in the middle. I think they'll be able to run the ball, and like I said, I think uh, we've heard that Dalvin Cook is getting more comfortable. Um, physically and in the offense. So yeah. we'll see how that plays out. So next up, we have the Tennessee Titans versus the Browns. Plus three and a half. Over-unders at 38. Plus 142 if you're betting on the Titans. Minus 170 if you're betting on the Browns. Now this is actually the mo- these are the most disappointing quarterbacks in the league to me right now. Tannehill and Watson. And, and Tannehill, you expected it a little bit. You know, he's been on that de- decline. But Watson... Everyone expected to take this big step forward this year, and um, well, he back. took a step back. baby step forward. Maybe I mean I've seen you know he, he's not what he you was know, when he first came in last year. When I saw him, um, when I saw he scored that touchdown in Week One, the rushing touchdown, and he was like doing his guitar thing, mm-hmm. and I had forgotten about that the, right. the Deshaun Watson so like, the strum of the guitar, you know, and I was oh he's feeling himself, you know he's okay he maybe he's back, he's not back yet. For sure, he is not like, and like he's his decision making has been much worse than Zach Wilson's. <laughs> like it has, it's been awful. He hasn't had to pay for it as much, but yeah, it's been really bad. Um, Tennessee side, like I don't want any part of this game. Really, I don't like. No, I, I know this is a hard one to predict. In, in my head, I'm like, I don't even know who I want to take you here. Want, I, like, I you think want, I want Tennessee, Browns. but I think man. I want Browns pass catchers. Um, but yeah, you're right about that. It is pass funnel uh, defense for the for Tennessee. Exactly. So. so I think I think you want Cooper. I think you start like you can probably start Elijah Moore this people week. People ran away from Njoku already, probably. But I'm I did not, and I yet, and I'm and I'm going to start him this week. So um, like I I still have hopes for him. Um, but if they're not able to run the ball, it could be really tough. Like it actually, it, it could be right. tough. They they could make this you know pass funnel defense offense or defense for Tennessee like look decent today. And that's that's where I'm at. Is like I you should be wanting to start these Cleveland pass catchers, but man, I just don't feel great about it. Definitely not in DFS. You're doing it in redraft. You're starting them, you know, where you have them in dynasty. But 
and DFS, I'd be totally out. Yeah. And then on the Tennessee side, Hopkins is starting. Uh, so, you know, you're going to throw Hopkins out there. And obviously, you start uh, gonna, King Henry. Yeah. But you're not happy about what's going on right now. Because, I, I just, like, I feel he got, like he's is... getting his points. But he's like, it's not looking very, you know, Derrick Henry like. Right. We he's haven't seen. Nursing his toe issue. And, and we have, yeah, because so he's, he's not running people over. He's not like, he, he's getting tackled a lot by the first guy. Yeah. <laughs> so are you guys like, going? Uh, I don't, I hate this game. I don't want to pick me this too. game. Um, uh, I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm going to, God dang it. I'm trying to get a lone wolf here. I mean, but yeah, no, I, I, I talked myself into Tennessee on this one. All right. I'm taking the Browns. So Tennessee's at home, right? Hmm? Tennessee's at home. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, Browns. they're in Cleveland. Yes. No, I, Browns are at home. They're in Cleveland. I think they're at. Tennessee. Give me my lone wolf. No, I'll, I'll take Cleveland. If they're if yeah. they're in Cleveland, I'll take Cleveland. All right. Yeah. That's my lone wolf. Then I love it. I actually think they're at Titans. The way the way this this is usually the first team red is is um is as the home game. I the usually, I want was... the home team in this game. Okay, so let's figure that out real quick. These teams are bad. I want the home team. We're going to find out where we're playing at here. <laughs> Probably something we should It's know. in Cleveland. It is? Yes, okay, yeah. so the I can't. The bottom team's the home team. So, so, Ken, which team are you picking? Then Browns? I'll take Cleveland. Okay, so this is Brian's Lone Wolf game. So far. Finally. I, honestly, this is a, a tough week to get a Lone Wolf because a lot of these picks seem obvious. There's uh, quite a few large point spreads uh, this week. Um yeah, a lot of favorites going here. And before we move on to the next game, quick question: Kincaid or Porta as the starting? Porta. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. Kincaid might be good someday, but uh, right now Laporta is definitely getting five catches a game, and and a, he's a big piece of that offense. So I like Laporta. Next up, we have the Saints and the Packers. Saints minus one over under forty one and a half minus one eighteen. If you're betting on the Saints, minus 102 if you're betting on the Packers. This is one of the games that's difficult to pick. I agree. Well, honestly, no. I I, I, I like the Saints here. I, I like what the Saints are doing. I like the, the Saints D. Um, I, think, I think that offense is just going to keep getting better. Definitely very curious about Condre Miller today. Uh, let's see how involved he's going to be here, how good he, this kid really is. Um, and Packers, to me, like they're at home, which makes this a little interesting. But Aaron Jones is back. Aaron Jones is back. I think uh, Watson's supposed Watson to play Watson is not uh, really. Oh, you know what? We should. Uh, I, I can get the injury yeah, report up here you. if you want to. Yeah, you could. Speak if you could do that, would be great. Um, I yeah, we're not sure if Watson's back, but the Packers are liking their other guys too. Jaden Reed's been looking real good. The rookie. Mm -hmm. um, you know how I feel about Romeo Dobbs. He had a down week last week, but um, my Packer guy that I talked to when I ask him, you know who, you know who his favorite receiver is. Like he he thinks that Watson is the most dangerous, but he likes Dobbs the most, um, and that's over the rookie. Sorry, team. real quick, uh, pertinent information: Aaron Jones out. Oh, Christian out. Watson out. And we are then out <laughs> on, on the Packers. <laughs> Saints, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at this point, I'm out on AJ Dillon. You? Yes. Oh no, I said it last week. I'm, I'm not even O U T. Like dynasty wise, too, right? You're done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Done. oh, so, I have yeah. nothing to do with that guy. I sold him last year. I wasn't yeah. happy about that. I got a second round pick. I think. Um, okay, so we're all gonna pick the Saints. Basie's got the Packers. Okay, and before we go move on to the next game, I'm just gonna go down the. Um, the uh, injury alerts here. 
Okay, quarterback, uh, Bryce Young out. We knew that. Richardson out. We knew that. Uh, Joe Burrow was game time decision, which we really need to know. but We won't know until tomorrow. Yep, until right before the game. Yeah, you should be starting somebody else. Like if, you, if you've got yeah. Joe Burrow, you should start somebody else. For sure. Uh, running backs, uh, Eckler out. Uh, Aaron Jones out. Montgomery out. Uh, Justice Hill out. Ahmed out. Akers out. Cordell Patterson out. Uh, Pacheco expected to play. And Jamal Williams, IR. Mm-hmm. All right. Christian Watson out. Jalen Waddell out. Remember that one? Odell's out. Zay Jones out. Amon Ra, if you didn't know, Amon Ra is out. Or, I'm sorry, he's in. in, in I was in, like, I apologize. What? I apologize. <laughs> There's so many outs. I gotta go. Amon Ra is in, in, in. Josh Reynolds in. Hopkins, that's a big one. He's in. Uh, Curtis Samuel in. Who cares? Uh, whoa, think, whoa, 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 whoa. Curtis Samuel? Dude, you, you they love him. <laughs> he's leading the team in catches. Curtis Samuel is? Yes. Okay, that's news to me. I have to take a look at that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to double check that. I'm going to look right. at that right now. But I'm pretty sure. Uh, DK Metcalf is expected to play. That's important. Uh, Kadarius Tony, we still don't know. He's in the later game. And Puka Nakua is expected to play on Monday. So eight catches for Samuel. So I think McLaurin is actually the leader. That makes more sense. Uh, but he's not. But, but still, eight catches is relevant mclaurin has seven catches ah. yeah so yeah samuel's That's the funny. leader boom called it told you uh they like they rivera loves him like he he drafted him in carolina hmm. uh came over as a free agent they paid him when he came over um and it's like it's been quiet because of like injuries and issues with their offense and not having a real quarterback but i I just still hadn't heard his name talked about at all this year by anybody. So I told you, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> oh, uh, and real quick on tight ends, uh, Irv Smith is doubtful for tomorrow, and uh, Logan Thomas that just ruins is my out. team. Uh, Logan Thomas being out for the Manders Cole. is uh, huh? Oh, just. But Logan Thomas out for the Manders is actually oh, yeah. kind of Cole interesting. Cole Turner, DFS. baby. Pick up oh, there you go. Cole <laughs> Turner. Actually, he looks he looks good. I like, he I looks like, good I have for 2,600. Oh, you're playing it today? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was So I, I knew there was a cheaper tight end for me to play than Troutman, and oh, yeah. that was the one I forgot about. I have him in a, couple, in a couple dynasty leagues. I'm actually super excited about Cole Turner. And, like, and you know, and he's got, you know, uh, he came in with, with Howell. So um, they're buddies. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. did not know that. So I'm excited to see what happens there. Like now that uh, Logan Thomas is actually out. Yep. Um, so Cole Turner is a very, 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 very good play in DFS this week. Okay. Love, love that play. There you go. Um, yeah, I'm actually probably gonna, I'm going to swap from from Troutman to Cole Turner. <laughs> save I, save a hundred bucks. It's four. Oh wow. Troutman's you said twenty six, uh, right? Actually, I think he's twenty seven. Okay, whatever it yeah. is, it's Troutman's three K and and he's and he's cheaper and Cole Turner's a better play than Troutman for sure. There you go. Um, All right, let's uh, where, keep so it going. So where are we at now? We're, we are now moving on to the Carolina Panthers versus the Seahawks. Carolina's plus five. Over under is at forty two and a half plus one eighty on the money line minus two eighteen if you're betting on the Seahawks. Uh, no Bryce Young today. Andy Dalton is in. Um, so is that the, better or worse for the offense overall? Better. 
better, right? For the pieces yeah. that you'd want to play. I mean, long term, obviously, yeah. Bryce Young is going to be a much better quarterback. But like right now, playing today, eh, Andy no, Dalton. You want, you know, you'd rather have Andy Dalton today. And yeah. So um, he makes certain pieces interesting, like uh, Terrace Marshall, who uh, people a lot of people don't know about, mm-hmm. but he's playing like eighty percent plus of the snaps. Um, and the other guy that you do know about is John Mingo. So it'll be interesting to see if they're able to produce, you know, with a different quarterback because they've been playing a lot. They right. just haven't been getting the ball a lot. The ball's been going to Hayden Hurst. Um, it Miles could be, Sanders. Like, but Miles Sanders is the guy that you should actually be excited about yes. today. Um, like he should actually should be a good like, play today. He should be a better play today than he's been so far. Yes. Um, but everybody else's is kind of a question mark. Um, but you know that Andy Dalton will like one thing a veteran quarterback can do is dump the ball off to his <laughs> running back. Don't hit me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we expect him to be able to do that today. Uh, I'd be happy to start Miles Sanders. Yeah. Um, absolutely nothing else from Carolina. On the other side, uh, starting we, Ken we, Walker. We talked about earlier with twos. ETN, yeah. the, the other um, running back. Uh, duo that we thought could be more of a split that has turned out to not be at all a split is Ken Walker and Charbonnet. Yep. Um, like you, you're just not worried about Charbonnet at all. Like I've dropped him in a couple of places. Like keep your eye on him in case Ken Walker gets hurt. Right. You know, uh, Ken Walker is like iffy going into week because if you got an angel ankle injury or something like that, you can pick Charbonnet up to beat the waiver wire on Sunday morning. That's where you should be. That's right. where he should be right now in redraft leagues. Um, and then, uh, man, Tyler Lockett. Who knew? <laughs> right? Who knew? Yeah. No, he, he's definitely he's still their uh, wide receiver so one. Yeah. He's, you know, and he is Tyler Lockett. He is going to disappear sometimes, but uh, he also is going to outperform where he got drafted you know every that, year. Honestly, that, uh, that narrative about him disappearing sometimes kind of went away a couple of years ago. If you if, like, actually look at his numbers, it was um, the Russ era. Where he, he was disappearing, where he was really like hot and cold last year for Gino, he was just flat good all year long. He was just good. Yeah, that might be that might be true. We're uh, we're we're looking at it uh, through that. We like, need to look at it through that he's quarterback. He's an auto lens. start. Like yeah. Tyler Lockett plays, you start him. Yeah, period. and I think you can say the same for DK. Oh yeah, yep. And, and it looks and, like he's starting. Um, and then after that, I think that's it. Like I don't think you, I don't, you don't want to play Gino today. Like you shouldn't. I don't think. Um, like he's somebody that if you've got Joe Burrow, right. you, you could start Gino for instead. sure. Um, like you can start him, but like if you you probably have should, another option on your it. team, and you probably should go with that other option I mean, depending on what it is. But to to me, like so, I think we expected Gino to just like take another step forward and be you know like this borderline top five passer, you know, a guy who could throw for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns is the way people were talking him up because he got, you know, new pieces. He got Zach Charbonnet to help him in the passing game and short yardage, and he got Jackson Smith and Jigba to help open up the routes for, you know, DK and for, for Tyler Lockett. And so far, it hasn't played out that way. And I think that it, what it is is just like the way that Geno plays the game is more methodical. Like when you watch him play, he's just – he he just not not really like he's not like uh i don't he's i don't even know what the word is that i'm looking for like fast pace isn't it because like obviously he can run a two-minute offense you know efficiently he's just but he's not really like a like 
on the go attacker like he's uh you know attacking defenses does that make sense he's he he's very good at dissecting defenses and and like right making he's, correct he's going to take what the defense gives him yeah 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 but he but, but he's, not he's also kind certain. of like you know Iceman and not maverick where he's going to take he's going to make sure he takes right. his 25 seconds to make sure that he okay yeah, yeah yeah this is right you know yeah you know what i mean and he's not going to be like take his first instinct from the first five seconds he looks at a defense and go oh yeah that's definitely what i've got and then you know take advantage of him he's going to take the extra 10 seconds yeah it's definitely that you know, and yeah. and then do it. So he's really good, but I don't think he's ever going to be a guy that scores you forty points a game. Like a great game from Gino is going to be thirty. A great yeah. game from Gino is going to be thirty. Um, but still, you'd take that, and he's going to be somewhat consistent. No, it's good. You're ha- yeah. like, like for me, like I in a couple of spots, I was concerned about Justin Fields. What's going on with Justin Fields right now? And I was willing to start Brock Purdy, and that's what it is to me. Is like you could, you know, he's good reliable. call this week. He's reliable. You're just going to get your 20-ish points out of him. Yep. So you guys got? I'm going to go ahead and take Seattle oh, yeah, here. It's not close Seattle at home. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Carolina's uh, not good. Bezzy is. Uh, They've got some injuries, too, on defense. So they could actually, actually just be getting worse. Yeah. I can see how it could be interesting. but Next up, Ken's Ooh. favorite game of the week, Cowboys versus Cardinals. Cowboys at 12 and a half negative. Is that it? 43 and a half over yeah. under minus 650 if you're betting on the Cowboys plus 470. Only 12 and a half points. If you're betting on the Arizona, Arizona Damn. Cardinals. That's how much Vegas thinks uh, the Cowboys are going to be affected by Trayvon Diggs, I guess. <laughs> well, no, it was that way because before. I before was but, yeah. I was kidding. It should be like 20. I, I tell you what, I, I do a survivor pool each week, and this is my survivor pick. This is my one guaranteed lock. Oh my God, the Cowboys cannot lose. Yeah, you know what I mean? They won't so. lose. They're, they're going to come out pissed off. Like, they're yeah. Gonna, they, this team, this is a team um, that's the way that they're different to me is that they are a team that that gets motivated. Like they they actually just you can you can feel the intensity when you know when when they're they're amped up, and they've just come out of the gate that way just constantly. Like they've if you watch that uh, the, the not just the Giants and the Giants game the end of that Giants game they were playing backups against the Giants starters and still still not just dominating it was bad like that there's that image of uh, Daniel Jones where he's just like and he's got and you see all the like um, rubber pieces and stuff because his face has just been in the in the turf that was against backups that, yeah. that wasn't even the starters anymore. That was the backups that did that to him. Well, let me um, let me. And ask then they you. did the same thing last week to the Jets, where they just like. So like uh, we talked about this, how the it looked like the 49ers came out against the Rams, and we're just like we're just going to beat you because we're better than you. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys could have done that last week against the Jets. You know, like they could have like taken a breath. You know, it's Zach Wilson, not Aaron Rodgers. They did not. They showed him every bit of respect that they would have showed Aaron Rodgers, and they whipped his ass for mm-hmm. f- for sixty minutes. Like so, w- with your defense being that strong, like okay, how does that affect your fantasy weapons on the other side? You're definitely starting Pollard. You're definitely starting Lamb and CD. Oh, no, you're not like so. They, are you starting so Dak? Here's, so here's and the, is there another wide receiver that you can no, start fantasy wise for no, the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, um, like, uh, I'm <clears throat> not even. I'm not even ready to start Cooks right now so i want so dak looks good you can start dak you can be happy about starting dak 
Uh, his decision making looks excellent. He looks more willing to run. Uh, there was like one of the, the biggest plays of the game uh, last week was a third down. It was like third and seven, something like that. Dak drops back. The pocket breaks down almost immediately. He, like he gets one read and then he has to make a decision on whether he's going to throw the ball away or run. And he just runs up the middle uh, for like twenty yards. And the Cowboys go from like third and seven at the twenty-five ish to like first and goal at the five. Um, and then I think uh, we got to third and goal, and um, he just very decisively finds the, the tight end out on the flat, you know, as like his second or third read, I think it was. I think it was like boom, boom, you know, all the way to the left and found um, Ferguson. And is Ferguson a, somebody we should be keeping our eye uh, on? Or? No. And here's and I was going to get to that. And uh, they like all their tight ends. And I, and I said this before. They like they like Ferguson. They like Hendershot. And then they've got the rookie, Schoonmaker, who they, and they've tried to – they all touch the ball inside the red zone against the Jets. Okay. Um, and two of them Which scored. Which means stay away from everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're gonna, so that's, and that's why I say um, – so when the Cowboys get inside – uh, they're going to do a couple things that piss people off fantasy-wise. They're going to go to these tight ends, and they're going to go to Deuce Vaughn because it's like you can't see him. It, it, it's it, it's like he's he, they're not going to him to overpower people, but from like the five-ish yard line, they're willing to give him the ball on the ground. How, how many carries does he get in a game? Five. About five. Yeah, he's gonna, he's going to like he's going to touch the ball about five times. Okay. Like it, Tony Pollard is getting the work. Like, uh, like, and then they have Dowdle to come in and spell him, and they and they like Dowdle. He's a little bigger, uh, so he'll do the short yardage too. Okay, but Tony Pollard can do it all, and he looks awesome. Yeah, he, no, he does he, look he good. Looks awesome, and to start, he start to start the game against the Jets. It was uh, Tony Pollard run, Tony Pollard catch, Tony Pollard run, Tony Pollard catch. <laughs> yeah. Before they went to, you know, started the CD party. But if you, uh, and CD um, was just open all day against the Jets. Against the Jets. Wow. So. That says something. Yeah. He's, and don't uh, start any Cardinals, by the way. Yeah. CD has a chance to be wide receiver one this year, I think. Because he's going to get the volume this year. Like, he's going to catch 115 balls this year. How many catches has he oh, had so he, far? 23 or something Has like really? that. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's a lot. He has that he usually doesn't have that many catches. Yeah, he just, that's a lot but of volume for him. It's been and it's been for a while. It's something like uh, dating back to last year, I think it's like um I want to say if you go back to the game that Dak came back from his injury, CD Lamb averages 7 catches and 95 yards and a, and a half a touchdown. So, hmm. um he's he's putting up alpha numbers. Yeah. Those are good. All right, sorry, moving on. Next up, Bears and the Kansas City Chiefs. We're done. Bears. <laughs> Start plus, your Chiefs defense and DFS, people. Yes. Bears plus 12 and a half. Over-unders 48 plus 500 if you're uh, betting on the Bears. Minus 700 if you're betting on the Chiefs. Yeah, and it's weird. Uh, you know, Chiefs are going to dominate here. They're at home. That defense is going to be great. You're starting the homes. You're starting Kelsey. Honestly, after that, it's hard to start anybody Pacheco. else. Pacheco, you can you start, start but they, I'm not they, excited about it. They're giving him. He's got a number of goal line carries, though. Yeah. So like, they're actually giving him the ball um, at a rate that they hadn't been giving their previous running backs inside the, so the, the it, green zone, as they like. If to you say. drafted Pacheco, normally you draft him as your number three running back. You know what I mean? Well, so, do you think you Pacheco were, if, cracks if your you lineup? Went, this no, because if you want zero RB or well, hero, I know, but RB, in general, like, in general, though. Yeah. 
he, he's probably generally a number three RB. Do you think he cracks into the top two this week? Okay, so yes, I think he's a okay. top twenty start this week. Uh, and and I, but I do disagree with you because to me he's ex- exactly in the same line as guys like James Cook. Like you drafted him, and you ha- if you were going to okay. draft him, you that's where you got him. You got him in the same spot that you drafted James Cook. There are a number of drafts that I had where you could have like where he went in the same range as guys like James Conner. So, um, ooh, uh, question. So Pacheco, you should you should be ready to play. Okay. If you have him, you should play him. Herbert or Pierce for running back two. Uh, drop Khalil Herbert, Herbert, actually. Pierce, yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah, Khalil Herbert is losing his job to Roshan Johnson. That's the biggest thing we can talk about today, fantasy-wise, like impactful the rest of the season. If Roshan Johnson's available in your league, go get him now. You're, you're not, like, not going to get another chance to get him for free. See, I, I, yeah, I mean, and that could possibly be the case. I, I've heard a lot of Khalil Herbert talk, too. Um, I, I know the fantasy footballers are high eye on Herbert. Uh, you uh, know, watch the games. If you watch, and, and, if you watch I, the games, the only... I don't like, watch Bears games. My God. I, 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 I have I have I'm my sorry. life. I like to win. I like... <laughs> hey, I, you know what? My life's about winning, so I watch all the games. Uh, and Roshan Johnson is just head and shoulders above the other two running backs. So it's a, it's just a matter of whether or not uh, they're not they're going to trust him. But when you're 0 and 2 and people are already, like you've already fired your defensive coordinator and people are that's another thing is if people aren't aware the Bears just fired their defensive coordinator or he left. Like no. <laughs> he left the quote unquote left the team I think was the <laughs> in shame. was the headline. <laughs> it wasn't even like he resigned or like it wasn't a like a declared resignation or they fired him. It was just like he left the team. It's like where is he? We don't know. He walked we out want, the building. We wanted to ask him questions today about what's going on. We can't find him. Is he coming back? We don't know. <laughs> but uh no, um and so and, and there's uh, questions about Matt Eberflus, whether or not he's, you know, a legitimate coach. Like they're gonna start taking shots at things, you know, and it's like the first smart coaches, smart coaches will give the ball to their best players. Like when you're when things get bad and things break down, things aren't working out the way that you hope they would work out. You look at the tape and you give the ball to your best players. Right. We go, OK, these guys are the guys that are playing the best. Let's just give them the ball. And so I think that's why, like, if it's not this week, it's going to be soon. Roshan Johnson is going to take over. All right. We can move on now. Yeah. Um, Chiefs are going to win big. But just in, in answer to your question, I think I'd take Herbert over Pierce this week. Just this week, just because I, I wouldn't, think Pierce I don't is going to be lousy. I'm sorry. I wouldn't because I don't think Herbert's going to get enough work. Okay. I think I don't think Pierce is going to be great, but he could score. Okay. So yeah. uh, we're Good all question. going uh, Chiefs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, but that, for the question, I would take Pierce over Herbert. I, like, I'm completely out on Herbert. Completely yeah. out. Like, I'll, I'd drop him for Roshan right now. Wow. Okay. So that being I, said, yeah, and and he was like, and he was somebody who was in the Pacheco range as far as like guys you were yeah. drafting. Sorry, what was that, right? So that being said, do we want to move on to DraftKings? It's nine thirty, and then come back to this so people can do their. We only have the the primetime games left. Right? Well, unfortunately, we, got, we also we got have five games left to go. So five. Okay. Well, we'll breeze through the next week's games just because we don't really. We've yeah. already talked about those teams. Yeah. You know. Okay, so, so let's just go real quick, and we've already the Steelers Vegas. We've yeah, already kind of talked about this one a little bit. Yeah, we're, Sorry, picking, uh, uh, we, we're all picking. We're all picking Steelers, right? <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, let me see. Where am I at here? Vegas is actually uh, the favorite. We're picking the Steelers, though. I am. I got to find the games again. 
All right. Oh, yeah, no, Pittsburgh versus oh. the Raiders. Plus three. Over-under is 43.5. Plus 130 for the Steelers. Minus 155 for the Raiders. Yeah, wow, we got all the way up to three. Yeah, we've we uh, talked about, all week. about a lot of this stuff. Um, don't worry about Josh Jacobs. Um, and then don't start anybody but Jacobs and Devontae Adams. And on the other side, should be, be, be get, very worried about right Najee. Game for Najee I be think. very worried about Najee, though. Well, I, I think this is if his he does, if, if, he doesn't, if he doesn't perform here, yes, be very, very worried for Najee. Um, I think he gets right here. But, yeah, if he doesn't, then uh, it's Jalen Warren time. And mm, I'm, agreed. I'm the first one to admit that. Because so. Jalen Warren looks good. He, he does. He, he does. Looks he looks good in his role. I, I, I don't, think. Dude, but I don't. I don't know. I'm still I like. I still have that preseason play where he ran over the dude at the goal line. We talking about preseason? Yeah. <laughs> when it's a play like that, yeah, it was like yeah. it, it was. It yeah, was man. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it was a good one. Like, right. It made me stand up and go, "Who was that?" Because I didn't even realize it was Jalen Warren when it happened. Anyway. Well, Thank you for all uh, everyone for riding the Steelers with me. I like that. Gives What's me next? confidence. Right. Oh, well, who did we pick? We picked Steelers. All right. So we'll change it to all. Uh, next up is Philadelphia Eagles against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, and yeah. We got baby. minus five Somebody's Eagles. Lose. Over under is 45. Money line is minus 225. Plus 185 for the Bucks. Yeah, uh, I think the Eagles are going to show out here. I think Tampa might be able to make it into a good game. Um, uh, Mayfield has been, you know, playing tough, playing scrappy, and and that's how I think you can define this team. But scrappy teams aren't going to beat great teams, and I think the Eagles are still one of the great teams in the NFC. They're 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 top four, top five. They're not the Eagle, number one anymore. The Eagles I, were a great team last year. They have not shown to be a great team so far this year. They've been lucky so far this year like you know minnesota turning over the ball uh Justin jefferson's fumble at in into the end zone like they they've been a little lucky so far they've not played very well the buccaneers look really good they look really good um that and if and it shouldn't really surprise people because that defense is a championship defense it still has all of the pieces that we love from when they won in 2020 um and I think they're going to win. <laughs> it's weird. I still don't think the Buccaneers are going to be a playoff team, but I think they're going to. This is a game they can steal from the Eagles. I think okay. this is. I think this. Like I think the Eagles need a wake up call, and I think this is going to be it. Because I like, you know, Jalen Hurts can talk about you know like we got a lot of things to clean up, you know, and it's nice nice to be that you know like be able to be two and zero and still have all these you know like while we're having all these problems to fix and right. stuff like that. It's a lot harder to get the entire group, you know, to come around to the fact that we're not as good as our record says we are, you know? And a lot of times that takes a team that you didn't expect beating you, beating you. And they're in Tampa Bay on Monday night. So, um, okay. So I, spicy. You're taking I, the bucks. I, I love am, it. I, well, I, yeah, my it's the thing for me is Mike Evans is like been looking great he looks 25 oh man man he look yeah he he looks awesome he looks lighter faster just like he looks like a monster like an absolute monster right now and i think that's going to continue um okay. and the buccaneers have some instru- interesting pieces that are also you know coming up on their offense uh k Dotton. i yeah. like i like k Dotton a yeah. lot this week uh you can't start him in dfs but he's uh he's a really interesting guy in um in, in redraft uh, he's because he's playing more than 95% of the snaps 
Um, and he's and he is getting targets. He just hasn't really produced yet. Um, uh, yeah, Rashad White was was awesome. Yeah, he looked good for the first time. So um, I think you're going to start the you're going to start Rashad White. You're going to start um, Godwin Evans. Not starting Baker unless it's a, a double quarterback league. And then on the other side, you're starting usual pieces. And you got to yeah, be excited. The only so question, the biggest question is the running back. Exactly. And that, that's what I wanted to say. So Swift and um, uh, Gainwell. It? Gainwell, thank you. Uh, Swift and Gainwell. So, uh, Gainwell's coming back. Uh, Gainwell had all the carries in week one. Mm-hmm. Swift had all the carries in week two. Both looked good. And Sirianni says they're going to run the hot. They're going to ride the hot hand. Right. And we don't. Yeah, we have no idea exactly like what his idea of running hot and running yeah. cold is. You know, so it could be like he's not running hot anymore after two drives and, and Gainwell's in, or it could be like. He's not running hot anymore after two games and right. Gainwell's back in. We don't know yet. We're so actually, really hard to predict. I, I would lean Swift just it, because, because of the Gainwell said, injury. But. Well, and he also said we're going to ride the hot hand. And you know that the hot Super. hand is Swift. Right. So if you're going to play an Eagles running back, it should be DeAndre Swift this weekend. But we don't know how long that, that is going to yeah. last. Yeah, but cautious. the great thing is, is that we feel like we've got it figured out now. Is that we've got, you know, yes, if we know which two it is. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, and that is fine. Like, and, and it could end up being a more of a split too. And both of them have looked good. So that could be good for fantasy too. They yeah. it could be, it could end up being a situation where there's more than one Eagles running back that you can start. There you go. Cause that happens every year. So I think everyone's taking the Eagles except Ken. Is that yep. right? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Right. This is going to be the gamble. This isn't, and this is not a hate pick. This is just that I've seen a buck. It's a little bit of a no. Hate it's pick. actually not. It's really not. <laughs> like this is um, because it's because no, it's it's really not. Um, <laughs> it's just from what I've seen and uh, how the two teams are playing. Right. The Buccaneers are playing like a team looking for respect, and the Eagles are playing like a team that trying to get it back. Not even that. No, they play like it's weird. They're not like because they've they are so talented on the defensive line. Like it didn't make any sense that they weren't able to put more pressure on Kirk Cousins. Right. I didn't I didn't understand that because the because the Vikings offensive line is terrible. So um, I don't know. It it doesn't feel like they've got that sense of urgency. You know, they're not like. They're not playing with the same energy that the Cowboys are playing with in Dallas, uh, and so and the Buccaneers. So I so I think they're susceptible to getting beat by a team like the Buccaneers. Okay, and, and I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but I'm not betting on it. So go ahead. Rams versus Bengals plus two and a half. If you're betting on the Rams, over under is forty four plus one twenty four. If you're betting on the Rams, minus one forty eight. If you're betting on the Bengals. And I hate, this is the game I I least want to pick because just because it's like it's so night and day like it's Burrow if the if they excuse me it's the Bengals if Burrow start and it's the Rams if he doesn't. I agree. Right. And I'm gonna say Burrow's not gonna start. I'm gonna take the Rams. I'm with you. A little bit of a hate. I. <laughs> I yeah. Um. I'm kind of with you. Like because so here's the thing. The Bengals started 0 2 last year, and may and were you know like this close to being in the Super Bowl again, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so they're probably not really that scared of being 0-3. I think if this game was a division game, Burrow would play. 
but that's and that's the thing is right. it's because it's an out it's out an outside division game they're and it's not even in a conference game right it's just it is the least important game on their schedule yeah so much of it depends it on looks, where burrow is at sorry go ahead. Oh, I thought you were saying something. <laughs> I was just uh, where, where Burrow is at in his recovery, uh, and there's just no way for us to know. I don't They're think not going to tell us all year. I think he's going to be dealing with this all year. Good. Oh, I mean, oh, that's bad. <laughs> that's rough. Right. Move on. Should we move on? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> Detroit versus Packers is your Thursday night game. Plus one is a spread on the De- Lions. Over under is forty six. Money lines at plus one hundred. Minus 120 if you're betting on the Packers. Are we so in hard. Green Bay for this one? Yes, in Green okay. Bay. So hard to pick. Um, Got to take Detroit just because. Yeah. I was going to go Lions, too. Uh, me, too. I Actually, yeah. me, too. I, I, I like the Lions. I think the Lions are going to start putting it together. Yeah. They're a fun team to, uh, fun team to root for. So They sure are. And that's why Ray is wearing their shirt today. <laughs> Do we want to just move on to London? <laughs> yep. It's a, so it's a, it's a Puma shirt. London, Atlanta Falcons versus the Jags. Uh, Atlanta's at plus three. Over under is at forty five and a half. This mm-hmm. is yeah, the London yeah. game. We'll be broadcasting oh. during the oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah, Beyond. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's plus right. one twenty four is the money line. Minus one forty eight on the Jags. Glad you thought of that one, Ray. <laughs> I would have forgot. <laughs> um. Wow. I'll pick the Jags. Well, I was gonna. Who's they're at home? home. Yeah, they're yeah, in London. That's the Jags' home. The Jaguars. Oh yeah, and while we're on that, so Jaguars. while we're on this that subject, okay, it's not Jaguars, <laughs> and it's not Jaguars. It's Jaguar. Jaguars. Jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> oh my God! It's not that hard to figure out. That's how you say it. It's Jaguar. <laughs> it's, it's Are we all on the really? Jags? I, I it's not Jaguar. Are you on the Jags? I'm on, I'm on the Jags. Okay. Yeah, they're at home. <laughs> Jaguar team this year. Yeah, God, I just I, I think Atlanta's sneaky. They're gonna some of these games we're picking against Atlanta. They're they're gonna pull out. I don't know. This if it's is these the revenge two, game, bro, for Ridley. Oh right, right, right. Oh Ridley's gonna destroy them. I think. I think he's gonna try. Do we want to move on to our lineups? Or you guys yeah, want to talk about this? Yeah, it's definitely time. Okay. I'll go ahead and go first because I got mine pulled up. All right. Go for it, buddy. So it looks like I'll go ahead and start with my one-on-one. I had to do a last-minute change because one of the players went out. Um, So I have Kirk Cousins as my quarterback, uh, running back ETN, Walker, uh, wide receivers, Pittman, uh, Gabe Davis, and Cooper, tight ends Hawkinson with my flex is Janu Smith, and Brown's defense. And that's, uh, is that your tournament lineup? Your oh, that yeah, was my tournament lineup. My bad. Okay, that was my oh, tournament lineup. okay so we'll, you want to start tournament? Let's just start yeah. tournament. Okay, just, we'll start I, tournament. Because I messed up, so we'll start tournament. <laughs> no worries. Let me bring my other. Okay. My tournament lineup. Uh, now, remember, this, I'm, I'm, this is my tournament lineup. I'm playing against, you know, 100,000 other people. Um, the game of the week is that 54-point over You know what? No, that is my head-to-head. Oh, okay. That is my head head. <laughs> okay, so You're go killing back. me, Smalls. <laughs> All right, yes. let me let me go Smalls, back. Smalls, we are dead. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll say. I'll, I do you have yours? I do. Okay, go ahead. It is okay. So again, we were talking about that game, so, uh, that fifty-four point game. I'm definitely targeting that game. Uh, so I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins as my quarterback. Um, we talked about ETN being a good start at running back. I'm going to go ahead and go with that. Uh, I think Miles Sanders is going to get some good work at a good price there. I took him as well. 
Uh, Tank Dell at 3,600 is just a steal this week. Uh, the volume that he's been seeing, uh, he should be more than 36. Uh, same with Zay Flowers at 54. We talked about that, though. I, I might try to do a last-second switch if I can so find somebody else for 5,400. Um, just because of, I'm scared of the weather of that game, um, but so, uh, everything else is beautiful. Jordan Addison's 5,500. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I'd have to move down to the Jets. I'll think about it. Um, I, I did get uh, Justin Jefferson into that lineup, so that's where I spent big was Justin Jefferson. Nice. Um, tight end uh, Turner. We talked about the uh, the replacement there in Washington. Uh, he's going to get some targets. So uh, for 2,700, he's a steal. Um, and then in my flex, I went with Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I think uh, those 15 touches we talked about with Jameer Gibbs are going to turn into some real, uh, some real yardage and a touchdown or two. And then uh, my DST is the Bills. All righty. And so at quarterback, I've got Josh Allen at 8,100. Okay. Uh, I've got James Cook at running back at 6,400. Paired with him, I've got wow. Javon. Javante pairing. Javante Williams. I think James Cook is well. I think that the the Bills are just going to smash the Commanders. That like to me, that's the thing I'm like the most confident in okay. offensively today is those three guys putting up numbers against the Commanders. Um, I don't care about the weather. Like I don't think gotcha. it matters. Like Diggs is a guy that he's he's a route technician. You know he's so bad weather. Like he's more open. <laughs> and you worry about the quarterback being able to get it to him, but Josh Allen's not that guy you have to worry about. Right. Like to me, he's like he's Dan Marino, and Dan Marino was even better in you know um, bad weather games because everybody else around him was so bad. Um, so that's to me that he's like that. So I've got uh, Javante Williams and James Cook at running back at wide re- wide receiver for eighty one hundred. I got Stephon Diggs. I've got uh, stacking back it against that. I've got Terry McLaurin. Because um, I think they're going to put most of their pressure on Dotson, so McLaurin's going to have more of an opportunity to score today, I think. Uh, my other wide receiver at 7,000, I've got Chris Olave. Uh, 14 catches, 198 yards, and no touchdowns yet this year for Olave. So I, I feel like he's due, which Brian hates saying. <laughs> uh, at tight end, 2,700 bucks, Cole Turner is just, he seems like an, an awesome play today. Um, I'm like I feel like I'm really stacked on this game more so than I really wanted to be yeah, for, for this cash, but uh, that's okay. Uh, at flex for thirty four hundred dollars, I'm gonna play River Craycraft from from the Dolphins. Who? <laughs> like, uh, he's uh, J- Jalen Waddles out today. Uh, the Broncos have a really good history against Tyreek Hill, and River Craycraft is gonna see somewhere between like six and nine targets today. So. Uh, I, I hope he, that one goes off for you. That's I think, funny. I think he could score. Um, and then to finish it off, I've got the Bills defense at twenty nine hundred. But I have three hundred dollars that I'm playing with here right now, so I might I might, might switch change that one. one thing up. Yeah, it would be the defense if I if I switch anything. Uh, yeah, I'll just, to be a contrarian, I'll, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I'll take the Seahawks defense okay. at thirty two hundred dollars, which is I think a good play today. Um, and then uh, we'll we'll snake so it back, Ray. and I and I'll play. Uh, oh, I, did he pick the Seahawks? For the, yeah, and uh, lineup. My tournament lineup. I am attacking the uh, the Chargers Vikings game. Mm-hmm. At quarterback, I've got Justin Herbert at seventy five hundred dollars. Running back, I've got Josh Kelly fifty four hundred. Uh, Ken Walker at sixty two hundred. Um, at receiver, we've got Jordan Addison at fifty five hundred. Keenan Allen. 
uh, 76, and then Zay Flowers at 5,400. I'm feeling like less and less good about Zay Flowers with that weather, but he's so good. I'm just going to play him. Yeah. Like I think I said, until he gets to 7,000, I'm just going to play him every week. Um, Hunter Henry still at 4,100 somehow for, you know, like the number three tight end on the season so far or something like that, maybe number two. Uh, flexing Javante Williams, I really feel like his pop off game's coming off. And then at $2,800, I've got the Jets defense. <laughs> you want to go next? Okay, yeah. Kirk Cousins is my quarterback. My running backs is Jay Kelly and McLaughlin. And wide receiver is Jefferson, Allen, Peoples Jones. I needed to, uh, I didn't have much of a budget at that point. Uh, Hawkinson has my tight end. David Bell, again, that was for budget reasons. And the Seahawks for my defense. <laughs> I swear to God. Is that if this line, if that lineup goes off, I'd be so mad. <laughs> this can be bad for me, per, like in some some spots right. in my leagues. Um, we actually have a very similar lineup here for the uh, tournament. Did you get Herbert in there too? I got Herbert. Okay. Uh, I went super stack on this game. I though. did too. I went Herbert, Allen, and Mike Williams, and then on the other side, I'm running it back with Alexander Madison uh-huh. and TJ Hawkinson. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Okay. So we did it a little differently, but uh, oh, yeah, five yeah. players in that game is a, a quite a super, quite a super, a super stack. stack. I'm, yeah. I'm really thinking that that's that's the game of the week that you have to have your players I, in. I agree, and I'm just hoping I have the right players. Yeah, yeah. the only other game to me is the Bronco Miami game, but without Jalen Waddle, it's much less likely. Yeah. Much less likely. Uh, I also started Ken Walker, uh, Tank Dell again, mm-hmm. and. Adam Thielen, old man Thielen, oh, is boy. only 3,900. For a reason. Um, yes, but <laughs> Seattle has been, get, been bad against the pass. Uh, they actually have, you know, somebody throw the ball a little bit. I just, I, he's gonna, That's, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna get 12 points. You want, you want your guys to three x, three times what your salary is. So the salary is about 4,000. So as long as he gets 12 points, I'm happy. That's I think cash, he can though, pull right? off more than 12. Isn't that a cash strategy? It's more like five in tournaments. Five is is what you're aiming for, yeah. but it's it's three to five. That, and that's the thing is I is I like while he could get you like three times, I don't think he could get you five. Uh, if he the touchdowns go, he has to score. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not sure they're going to score today. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went with the Jets defense. <laughs> So I think we got one question. I don't think we ever got around to before oh, sure. we. Uh, well, we apologize for not getting. To and it. if we did, we then we'll do it again. Uh, Sir, Sutton or Dotson as flex. Dotson. Yeah, yeah, and that I, is oh, fairly no, you close. Know what? No, I'm sorry. The weather's bad. Uh, no, no, Sutton, go Sutton. I go Sutton. Uh, the weather isn't, isn't real bad in that game. That, the that, Washington that's not, game. Yeah, that's not one of the two games that really like. It's going to rain. It's going to have some weather issues, but. Uh, it Sam was Howell's a little games. quarterback. All hmm? right, Sam Howell's not a big quarterback. He, he's no? like no, he's like six foot even, and he, like so he's he's not just he's not the quarterback that typically has success in the rain. What tiny hands or what yes. are we arguing here? Okay, that is, tiny that's hands. Ba- that, gotcha. is, that is basically, <laughs> basically it. Okay, that's it, you guys. For us, you guys go and you have a good uh, football day today. Peace out. Thanks for joining Thanks, us. Guys. Love you. Crush it. See ya.